So recently I watched this documentary called Social Dilemma, which is about getting addicted to your phone, getting addicted to all these apps. And they had all these different executives from Twitter and the person who created the like button and Facebook and Pinterest, and they were all talking about, oh my gosh, I'm addicted to my email, I'm addicted to Facebook, I'm addicted to this, and you gotta be careful. And they did a phenomenal job portraying these three guys that are behind and this one kid that the mom creates a bed and says, if you can keep your phone away for one week and you don't touch it, I'm gonna go out there and buy you a brand new phone because you broke it, so the son puts it over there and they lock it and the daughter couldn't do it, she breaks it, takes the phone out because she has to look at what's going on for the phone. So one day he's okay without the phone, second day he's okay without the phone, the third day he sees a girl saying something that he likes, then he looks at the phone, takes it, he can't last for one week, he lasts for two days, and the whole messaging is, we gotta be careful to not let our kids get addicted to phones. And then at the end, they make all these recommendations what to do, at what age, what age you give them the phones, you shouldn't start till 16. Very, very good documentary for anybody and everybody to watch. Having said that, when I watched the documentary, to me it was kinda like, um, you have to be careful because these social media platforms don't care who you are. So you can do a search for, you know, a, a certain search for climate change uh, on the West Coast because they're mostly liberal and so climate change is real. It's the biggest threat to the world. And then you can do climate change in Midwest with a lot of conservatives. Climate change is a hoax because that's what you want to hear. And you can do climate change on the East Coast because it's a lot of liberals. Climate change is real. And so they're manipulating their audience, right? And they shouldn't be doing all this other stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Fine. Um, I'm with that. Just so everybody knows, you know what my position is when it comes down to, you know, Twitter and censoring and you can't say this and you can't say this and YouTube and Google and all this stuff. They're independent businesses. I spoke, spoke to my very good friends, Prager, Dennis and Sue, and they went through suing YouTube because of Prager University and I saw what happened with them and how, yes, you have freedom of speech from America, but not necessarily companies. They can do whatever they want to do with you uh, if they want to censor you or not, but you can't work as a platform because so it's very complex. Long story short, they can censor if they want to, and they're doing it, right? However, let's talk about this. Isn't the whole purpose of any business for you to get addicted to their product? Let me ask that question one more time. Isn't the purpose of any business for you to get addicted to their product? Well, what do you mean by that, Pat? I can't stand fantasy football. Because fantasy football, I have friends who spend 30 hours a week on fantasy football. My draft, my guy's injured, oh my God, let me get on this side. The whole purpose of fantasy football is for you to get addicted to it, just so you know, that's the business model. I got friends here in the office, for 10 years I ran a sales office without ever having any coffee machines. You know why? Weird reason, it's my weird you know, quirk or whatever you want to call it. I don't like stains on carpets. So I never had a coffee uh, in, my coffee, in my sales office. 10 years, we had our guys would stand outside to drink the coffee machine. But I got guys on my sales organization, 17,000 people in our company are insurance agents, drinking coffee. Some drink four, five, six a day. Some go to Starbucks two, three times a day. Great job to Starbucks for creating a market and getting people to be addicted to coffee. It's addicting, ain't it? Okay, cigarettes, Philip Morris, what do they do? They created a business model and put something in the nicotine for you to get addicted to it. Look what kind of an empire they created. They even created a movie about it, and they created guys going around getting people to say, it's not a big deal if you smoke cigarettes, it's not gonna kill you. And you have to finally put that sign on the side, smoking cigarettes can kill you from cancer. But the business model is for you to get addicted to what? Cigarettes.
What does McDonald do? What do you think Ronald McDonald was about? Do you think it was for adults? Or do you think it's built for kids to get addicted to say, Mom, Dad, I want to go to McDonald's. Why? Because Ronald McDonald's going to be there. What's the Happy Meal about? To get you and I to go there? No, it's to get people to get addicted to go there for, or because of kids. What, what's a radio's business model for you to get addicted to it so you can listen to 24-7, so you can sell more advertising? What's TV's business model for you to get addicted to a TV show so for that 23 minutes that you're watching, they get seven minutes of advertising, those seven minutes they can convert you to buy whatever the product may be. Philip Morris, a drug, a you know, new this or a new car, whatever it is, to get your attention. What's the business model of any sports? To create a leader's bulletin with a lot of stats and brackets and a lot of competition and fights and controversy and media for you to watch sports. How much do you consume sports? ESPN, Fox, all this other stuff. Just so everybody knows that they're watching this. The Social Dilemma documentary is right. But here's the point. It's not on the producer of how they create the product. This whole thing is about marketing. Yes, they're using algorithms, all this other stuff. But it's very easy to say, well, it's dangerous. We've got to be careful with our kids. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. But that's the responsibility of a parent on the set of standards they create for their kids. That's not the responsibility of the product creator. I don't blame Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. I produce it on the person that's allowing their kids to get addicted to it. I'm going to sit there and blame the other guys. How long have drugs and alcohol been around? There was a time I drank a bottle of tequila every week when I was in the Army. Every week I was drinking tequila. Every week. For two years straight when I was in the Army. I partied every single week. And what I do? Boom. Tequila. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Contest. Who can drink the most? All this. Crazy stuff you do when you're in the Army. If you've been a military, you kind of know what I'm talking about. It's on the consumer. See, I want to I fix this. If I can fix this, then I can be careful about having an addictive personality because I have one. I don't want to get addicted to a lot of new things. i got to control this. It's a great documentary. It can make you think about a lot of other stuff. Kids. Hey, uh, uh, Dad, can I watch the phone? No. Everybody else is doing it. I'm not everybody else. Oh, I wish somebody else was my daddy. You want to go to live in his house? Go ahead. No, I was just kidding. Okay, cool. You're a bit David. Let's figure this thing out. You want to play some Legos? Let's play some Legos. You want to go ride a bike together? Let's go ride a bike together. You want to go swim? Let's go swim. You want to play basketball? Let's go play basketball. What do you want to do? Let's go watch a movie. Let's go watch a movie. No problem. We got to control ourselves from getting addicted to a lot of these other things. That is on us. So as much as I love the documentary that's being out there, if you allow this to get you addicted to it, that's on you. It's the job of a smartphone to do that. It's the job of an app to do that. It's the job of Facebook to do that. It's the job of Twitter to do that. It's the job of Instagram to do that. We can't blame the drug. We can't blame the drug dealer. We have to look at there and look at the user. Drug dealers are going to be around forever. Were you ever approached by drugs? I was approached by it all the time. Spending more time talking to our kids and to ourselves about what things we get addicted to and spend less time trying to blame these other guys. Yes, they need to be held accountable. Yes, Facebook, Amazon, all these guys need to be held accountable on certain things they're doing, selling our info on the back end. Those things, privacy, yes, 100%. We have to be able to do that kind of stuff. But we can't just point fingers at companies saying they're addicting. Every business model is built for you to somehow get addicted to it. And those who are very successful, guess what? They did a better job than everybody else. All the major channels in America that are killing it, they're the best channels. All the major networks, they're the best channels because they got people to get addicted to their news. Having said that, rather than spending time blaming all the things that people are getting addicted to, why not work on better strategies to make sure you and I don't get addicted to it?
Spend time talking to your kids about it, your spouse about it, your family about it, the people in your office about it, and see what happens. And if you got a business model or company you're running that other people aren't addicted to, maybe you got to do something about making your business a little bit more addicting. Maybe you got to do something about people wanting your product more than just once. That is a business model. So maybe this is a crazy message you didn't want to hear, and it gets you to think about it a whole different way, but there's going to be more addicting products that are going to come for a long time. This is never going to stop. So now, get a sheet of paper out and write down on a sheet of paper. What are some addictions you have that no one else knows about? Games, video games, porn, you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, what is it? Fantasy football, what is it? How much is it taking away from you? What can you do to minimize it? And if you put that time elsewhere, what will it do for you? Having said that, I want to give you a throwback video from five years ago titled 16 Time Wasters. If you've never seen that, click over here to go watch that video. And on top of that, have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.